We be such a misfit. Hollywood, Babylon, can't resist it. Fuck a cop, bitch, I'm ducking all these piglets. Never give a fuck. We will pop the mud. Pull up, then I pop the trunk. Motherfuckers gon' die if we keep the mask off. Suicide with our ride, bitch. Welcome to the Tailboard Misfits Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Meredith. I'm joined with my co-host, Gunnar Michelle. Hey, guys. What's up? Man, y'all, if y'all can't tell, we are, uh, we've upgraded a little bit. We are on a video platform now. So uh, now y'all got to look at our ugly mugs and, and get used to it. But uh, we just wanted to really thank everybody. Um, the, uh, the outpouring we're getting, we're just constantly, it's adding and adding and adding all the messages coming into the DMs on Facebook Everybody's stories coming in. We got a ton of feedback from our last show with uh, with my buddy Sean, uh, with the the beer and bat chief uh, episode that came out, and it's taking us a little bit of time because we had to get all this stuff set up for video and getting all the sound and everything. And you're talking to some guys that aren't aren't too savvy on the Dude, technology. Fucking idiots, <laughs> like, straight up fucking idiots, man. It's so, retarded. It's taking us a little bit of time to get everything set up, but we're coming along and. Um, so it's going to get better and better as as we learn more of the tricks and and get more tips from folks on how to do all this stuff for the video. So absolutely, I don't know what to do. They have my <laughs> brothers, man. Yeah, they saved us. Yeah, all of our brothers are way technologically savvy, yeah. and we're not. We're no, firemen. Absolutely. So uh, cool, dude. Ready to roll this shit up? Yeah, man. Uh, well, uh, we brought Sean on to kind of talk a little bit about his views on on manhood, leadership, family, all that kind of stuff. We wanted to use that kind of break the ice and and get everything going on on how we really want to summarize everything and, and kind of start coaching people. Um, so this is going to be a continuation of the Morals and Manhood uh, series. And uh, I think that's uh, really where we can make the biggest impact to get people going in the right direction. Absolutely, man. And, I mean, everyone's talking about it. It's being talked about at the, you know, tabletops and everything else, man, even – civilians that you come across that's the top of the conversation at least in our area and uh man we're just becoming too distant from just being good people good men you know mm-hmm. and it's really kind of outraging to hear and see i mean because it just bleeds over and everything it bleeds into our job you know now we have all these fucking dickheads running the operation you know mm-hmm. and but by god if you're in a situation where they're being you know dicks or being hateful or whatever but if they were in the hot seat you know Shit, they're gonna be pleading for mercy. Oh it's yeah, such they're a hypocr- coward. Nine yeah, times out of ten, they're gonna it's coward. such a hypocr- uh, hypocritical way of thinking that they're you know portraying. But it is what it is. Well, I thought about something the other day because uh, I was just running my head runs a million miles an hour when I start thinking about all these subjects and stuff. But you know, really, the fire department, the fire service, is the last job and in industry in our country that is actually there to serve the people. Because, I mean, politicians have sold the fuck out. Yeah, no matter which absolutely. side of the aisle you sit on, there's the fuck sticks. There's people trying to fight and trying to do good. But it just overall, they're in it for the money. It, nobody can argue the fact they get paid way too damn much. I mean, you drive up and down the road. All the roads are shit. The money's not. The tax dollars are not going back to the people. It's getting yeah. funneled in that. And nobody can argue that fact. Yeah. Um, police officers, some of them that are good and kicking ass. But I'd say 85%, if not more, at this point in time. 
the motto protect and serve is a fucking lost concept. Um, you know, they're, they're nothing but revenue generators for cities. That's why they care more about writing fucking tickets for speeding, stop signs and seat belts than they do catching murderers, dope dealers, all that shit. I mean, shit right yeah. here at home, we had a fucking murderer walk straight out of the courthouse. And I'll be damned if last weekend they didn't have four officers sitting over here writing tickets on the damn highway and there's still a murderer on the loose. They can't find the son of a bitch. Dude, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. <laughs> so and you're, fucked up. I mean, man. and that was, he murdered a, a, a young lady. You know, and you would think you'd be like, all right, well, all this other bullshit is on pause. We're getting this son of a bitch. That's because the motherfuckers got money too. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's a crock of shit. And then, you know, we'll get into a little bit more, but just like with the whole, the Uvalde shooting, you and I both, we talked a lot about that yeah. shit. And it was just like, what in the fuck? So, I mean, what I'm getting at is even the police department, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. The fire department is literally the last. We're it. We're the only ones that truly come and, and take care of the citizens when an emergency hits. Everyone else, every other field, there's some other motive, there's something, all this shit. So we just have to fucking, like, get a hold of the fire department. Dude, hold the line. Yeah, completely hold get a hold of line. Because, I mean, it's getting to a point that, I mean, who rescues the rescuers? You know, that we're in. Yeah. There's fucking nobody. And if we completely lose it, then the citizens are totally fucked. We're totally fucked because we have nobody that has our back. And I know with all the messages we're getting, we're, I need to count and see, but the, the damn countries, we've got probably about 10 different countries we got listeners in right now that have listened to our shows. With the same fucking problems. Everybody's got the same problems. And the deal is, is there's way more of us that are damn misfits that don't abide by city and chief rules and the political shit that's going. There's way more of us. Fuck them some bitches. I mean, I'm just like, Dude, and, that, and I'm glad that you brought that up, that up because, you know, I've been watching the Gary Vee audio show. Uh, that Rich motherfucker kind of started from nothing. And, dude, that's what he preaches. He's the guy that's hopping his companies, the fucking multimillionaire. But he says, I'll work for my employees. If that dude can figure it out, not be corrupted as fuck because he's got fucking $500 million, that's what he's worth. Yeah. They're like, these little guys should be able to fucking figure it out. Yeah, they're you know? a little $140,000 a year job. That It's just it's shit. Especially, you know, being around a system that's paramilitary, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And we're going, yeah, we're going to probably have a whole episode on that paramilitary and the fire service. Shit. Yeah. Uh, but it's just nuts, man. And it, it, to me, it all comes down to, you know, the men in the fire service, women in the fire service, but primarily the men, because we are the large percentage in this business still. Um, we just got, everybody's got to find their soul. They got to find their heart. Uh, and figure out what it is to be a man again. I mean, bottom line, first and foremost, sorry for the folks in other countries. I, I, I can't really speak to y'all because I don't know all your rules and stuff. But in the United States, we're fucking Americans. The Absolutely. damn, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. And I made a meme the other day about, I don't give a fuck what a chief says on his policies, his bullshit. At the end of the day, you're an American, first and foremost. So your rights are protected by the Constitution. There's federal employment law. There's state employment law. And whatever bullshit that your fire chief puts out cannot contradict that. And it is just absolutely outstanding to me of the the firefighters that are out there. They don't even know what they're actually, you know, protected by, what the actual rules are. There's certain shit that a chief can't fucking say. There's certain shit that a chief can't tell you you can't say. 
I mean, it's just, it's nuts to me. Well, dude, and we go about talking about this and kind of the way that we're moving this tailboard misfits movement is, you know, the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. These guys are, you know, they have to raise their families that are solely reliable on this, you know, fire department paycheck. And for guys that don't know and stuff that, you know, with the tailboard misfits movements, we got some stuff working where we're going to try to start pushing back and giving all these firefighters that wants to be a part of this organization financial freedom. Yeah. You guys with skills and trades. All firefighters have it, you know, and we're going to start, you know, marketing and get them in the right path where they need to go so they can start telling people to fuck off. Because at the end of the day, they can just say, you know what, I don't have to because the fucking Constitution's right here. I can say whatever the fuck I want. That motherfucker's going to live a hell of a life because that chief's going to fucking bully him. He's he's going to get him out one way or other. And the dude's, where is he now? I mean, where did they get him? Sadly. Yeah. Well, and what people need to understand is, uh, you know, we're not just we're not just preaching. Like I, I've been in trouble with that myself. Um, you know, I, I got caught on the red carpet in the big chief's office because of a Facebook post I made several years ago. And you know, a lot a lot of chiefs and a lot of people want to throw out shit. They want to throw out words and and stuff to try to they, they bluff people. That's yeah. these these fear mongering chiefs that rule with iron fist. First of all. If men like us are running the show, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a damn. Talk shit and I'll hit you in the fucking mouth. Uh, and if everybody had that mentality, people would get in their place. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, when I'm on scene and you have like a dude acting a fool, I walk in the room. Man, I wish for people to do that. Yeah. I, I look forward to, pay, to patients acting stupid. And then I walk in there. They just look at me. Oh, you a big motherfucker. No, I'm good. And then they behave the whole time. Yeah. It is no different. I mean, that's just that's. That's the laws of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the strong survive. Sorry. I mean, you can't change nature. That's the way it's been since the beginning of time. That's just how it will always be. You know, we can preach what we want on social media and they can put this in and that in and, and school systems and whatever else, the rules that they want to for society. But at the end of the day, shit still is the way it is. Yeah. And we're not fucking promoting violence. No, but, no not dude, promoting violence, but you but can look, grow, grow a spine. Exactly. I mean, dude, we're fucking animals. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, the food chain is there, it's and it's there for there. us too. So I agree. Yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, that face. So I made a Facebook post one time, and it actually got a, a shitload of <laughs> shitload of recognition, uh, good and bad. Uh, but it was very simple. So the department that I was working at, at that time had a, a over one hundred ten percent turnover rate. Um, I was the the VP interim VP for the union, so I was working on doing a lot of. Uh, Holding stats, I was holding exit interviews with everybody that was leaving, and basically we were trying to figure out how to fix the turnover problem because I mean it was it was god awful. Uh, the retention problem was just absolutely terrible, and a- as a union we were trying to fix the problem because the chiefs they just flat ass didn't give a fuck. I mean they were like, well you're just a number, we'll hire somebody else. All we need is asses in the seats with a certification. Other than that, we don't give a damn. Yeah. But those of us on the line, I'm like, well, I'm tired of having guys with just a certification. I need somebody that knows what's going on at two o'clock in the morning when I'm going down this dark ass hallway. A certification don't teach you that shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were trying to put it all together. Well, I made a Facebook post and I did not call out any departments. I did not call out any chiefs. I just simply stated that if your department has a 110% turnover rate and when employees are coming in there to give you their exit interview and you're you know, asking the questions you do, whatever, and they're giving honest answers as to why they're leaving and you're fucking arguing with them, then you might be the problem. Now I've heard this story from many people <laughs> that they personally 
kind of what they're leaving. So they gave you a fuck you interview. Yeah. You know, they're telling you the truth. Yeah. But you're sitting there arguing with them and tell them the reasons that they're leaving is not true. Well, it was true enough to them that they're fucking leaving. <laughs> so you're, you're obviously, you could be the problem. And, um, oh man. So I end up getting called in. And now, mind you, I posted this on my days off at my house. Okay. I get called in. They tell me that I'm getting rode up, going to be getting suspended. No, I'm not. Well, yeah, you made a, a defaming post about the fire department. No, I didn't. Did I name the department? Well, no. And he had a screenshot print of it because one of the fucking cocksuckers at the department screenshot it, sent it to the chief. You know, chief's boy. Yeah, trying to get, guy, fuck you, man. Fuck you, fuck man. You. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, so th- he has this and, they, you know, they try to, I'm like, no, it's not defaming the department. Did I name the department? No. Did I name you? No. All right, so I just looked at him. I said, well, chief, you're feeling guilty about it and the shoe fits. You better wear that motherfucker. And he's just looking at me. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, well, you know, you can't make posts. I made it off duty. So you can't say that I was, you know, using company time, whatever. And we're just going in this circle. I finally just look at him. I said, so chief, are you infringing on my rights, my freedom of speech? Is that what we're doing? Because the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth is you can talk to my attorney. And the whole fucking conversation changed. The whole conversation. Because they, they can't do shit. Mm-mm. They can't do shit. You can say absolutely what you want. A lot of departments have a social media policy now because, you know, guys posted pictures and shit that, that, of stuff that probably shouldn't have been yeah, seen by the yeah. public. I understand that. And, you know, that has its place. Family members don't need to see dead bodies before they've even been notified. That shit has happened. Um, but guys have just got to fucking get their shit together. Read a damn book. In every fucking employer's employment building in the United States, there's a giant damn poster board up somewhere and probably in every station. It, you know, I don't even know where it could be, but it, normally, you know, it's either posted by the bathrooms or the break room, wherever, you know, fair labor standards law. It's there. That shit protects you 100%. That is federal law that you are protected under and no chief can go against it. Mm-hmm. You're protected by the constitution. You're protected with, you, you know, whatever religion you want to do, whatever freedoms. I mean, everything, read the whole constitution it is all protected there. And people are so caught up in Facebook and what the fucking Kardashians are doing or what their fantasy football league is doing. that They don't even know what actually protects them in that job. And that's the shit that I'm just like, man, y'all as men, fathers, husbands, all that kind of shit. Like you got to know that if someone breaks in your house, you can slit their fucking throat to protect your wife and shit. Pick up the phone and call the damn law, call your attorney and you're solid all day long. You're solid. But guys don't even know that they're just going to sit there and call 911 and hope the police show up in time before their wife gets raped. I mean, how can you be a fireman and and have that kind of mindset? It just, it blows my mind. I mean, I know how yeah. you are, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, if dude, I'm, a, I'm fucking the head. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think everyone in East Texas knows not to come in my fucking house. Yeah. It's not going to be pretty, but you know, and you go in and talk about, you know, you're American first. And I didn't even take that step further. You know, I'm Christian and I cuss a lot, guys. Sorry. It's a little hypocritical. But, you know, I put my Christian morals first. Then, you know, I'm American and blah, 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 blah. But we're, we don't have to enter to nobody. Mm-mm. You don't. And you don't have to take shit from nobody. And I'm not saying just go in there and be a complete hazard to the department. But you should know what's right and you should do what's right. 
And you should stand up for what's right. Even you might not be involved in that certain situation. Because, I mean, we're trying to radiate this kind of morality of, you know, being this person. And there's going to be guys that they're not. Everyone's an alpha male in the fire department. No, not everyone is. Not <laughs> no, every, not, not when it's time. Not, no, yeah, no it's not, time. not everyone is. And some people, you know, they'll just take the heat because, you know, they're just they're introverted and they don't they kind of panic when they get in certain situations. And they might have thought they was doing right, but you know, they might made a small mistake. But the chief's just trying to be some political big power and fry this guy. You, even if you're not involved in that situation, you are expected to stand up for that fucker because that is your brother and sister that's going through that hot seat. Yeah, I mean, because if you think that Chiefs gonna have your back at the end of the day, or whoever, and there is Chiefs out there that do. I mean, I have good ones. Yeah, there's some and, good you know, ones. There's some but good ones. I've heard stories. But I mean, that's your brother and sister. That's your brother in arm. That's your sister in arm. That's going to be going in that fire to save your life potentially one day. Supposed to, yes. I mean, they're supposed to be willing to die for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's and that's they were supposed to be willing to die for you in a fire, but they won't stand up for you in the station. Exactly. They won't stand up for themselves in the station. Mm. And that's the shit that makes me just question a lot of folks because yeah. they'll, you know, they'll talk a lot of shit, but when it comes time to actually stand up for what's right, they just won't do. And I and I don't know if it's people don't know what actually is right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a part of it. That, I mean, yeah, it yeah. could be a part of it, but I mean, if if someone is getting singled out on some bullshit and have a target on their back, and they're really, I mean, if they hurt a patient. Just something like that, that that's obvious. Yeah. But if it's just, well, I just don't like that person, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. And there's a lot of that going on. Because Absolutely. people can't understand that everybody comes from a different walk of life. Everybody has a different background, different childhood, different family matters, different religions, different political views, whatever. But you come into this business and it's supposed to everybody's supposed to collectively be there for the, the same reason, which is the citizens. Mm-hmm. It's not there for the chief. You're not there for the chief. You're not there for the administration. This shit has gotten so fucking flip-flopped and upside down that people are coming into work to serve the fire chief. That's complete no. bullshit. Yeah. You're there to serve the community. All this other is just, it's going to be the demise of us is what it's going to be. Yeah. Because the more and more, I mean, we see with this Uvalde stuff, you know, the entire country focused in on probably one of the smallest towns in Texas. Uh, and has a magnifying glass. They still are. They're completely ripping them apart because you had a chief who was obviously, I mean, from what all signs are pointing to, was a complete coward, was scared of getting shot at, was scared of getting hurt, didn't want to have to do the paperwork to let his guys do their job. Whatever other details end up coming out, but you literally have in the entire nation of citizens is is completely zoned in on wanting transparency and wanting investigations on, on what the fuck happened. Well, we're no different. No, we're no different. I mean, fire service is coming. And the more and more that money gets tight, I mean, we've seen it right here in our hometown. The citizens just went absolutely AWOL uh, for this whole shit with them getting a new station. I mean, it's yeah, it's coming. The transparency demands from citizens is coming. And with that being said, that means that your actions are going to be accountable. Uh, I mean, I've heard several chiefs really put like good chiefs. They're pushing for complete transparency because they know their guys have their shit dialed in. So they're like, fuck it, bring it on. Cause the more they see that we're kicking ass, the more money we'll get. 
Yeah. Well, that has a, you know, a double edged side to it because the more they see that you're a shit bag, the more that it's going to end up coming out and they're going to be like, wait, why are we paying these? Why are we giving all these people all this money? They're not doing shit. They suck at their job. You know, they slab everything they ever make because their fire tactics suck ass. They're not saving lives. All they're doing is it's a it's a complete cesspool of political bullshit. And if people don't think that shit's not coming, it's coming. Oh, yeah. Um, And I just, yeah, I, I'm. And another part of that is social media, dude. You know, there's a Facebook page in where I work, dude. Before we even know things are going on, like a wreck or even get dispatched, <laughs> it's on that, you know, Facebook page. Yeah. And so everything you do is being watched. Everything. In a yeah, they fine, see you, you glass. Yeah, you get off the get off the engine, and they got a picture of you, and you know you don't have your fucking mask on or your suspenders ain't on. That shit's on social media. The chief knows about it before you ever check back in service. Oh, absolutely. And they don't think that that doesn't apply to everything. Yeah, they're watching. Yeah, and that's how you have to go through this now is that everyone's watching. But you know, I mean, there there's a lot we could talk about with this. But you know, going down to the basics of morals and manhood, I mean, it's it's a simple. Simple, simple thing. And it's just doing what's right. Being a fucking good person. Yeah. And there's nothing hard or complicated about that. The only thing that's hard and complicated is people can't be disciplined and turn away from temptation and corruption and everything else, you know. And, um, I mean, it's hurting us. It's hurting us bad. I mean, Sean said something that I've heard him say that for years and years and years, but he said said in that show, and I'm glad that he did, um, that he's never felt like he had to screw anybody to get get ahead because if he took care of his people, he would move up when the time was right. And then his base for promotions and his base for getting it was solid. And he never had to worry about what was being said. I mean, how many people out there literally sell their soul to get a promotion? You know, they, Mm -hmm. they take the screenshots of people. They, uh, bait people in to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, whatever. And then they run to the chief about it. Or they're doing stuff that that person doesn't even know. Like I had a, that captain behind me that, uh, you know, we would make a run after midnight or make some runs after midnight. It'd be raining or whatever. So, yeah, the truck would get dirty. Well, I'm not washing the truck at 3 o'clock in the morning when I come back from a rec call. I'm going in there knocking out my paperwork and going to bed. They're coming on at 6 in the morning. It's their responsibility to wash the truck. We washed it when we came on at 6. It's their, well, no, this dude's taking a picture of the truck, sent it directly to the chief. Oh, Meredith's crew didn't wash the truck yesterday. Yeah, we did, motherfucker. We made two calls after midnight and three calls after midnight in the rain. Like, quit that shit. Which, in his case, ended up working. He got promoted over me. That's fine. Whatever. But I know what kind of person he is. Oh, dude. I know what kind of person That's your fucking brother and sister you're selling out. Completely. You cannot tell me you're, this is a family organization or this is such a strong brotherhood when you're fucking doing shit like that. Completely. And that's one thing we're doing where I work, dude. We are promoting... We're like really hammering this brotherhood shit because I'm like trying to take it from like how I was in the military. Where I'm living with these guys every single day. Like I'm telling you, if my old, I love my old platoon sergeant, and I said it in one of the podcasts before, if he wanted to come today and shoot me in the face, I wouldn't let him. So I love that man <laughs> so fucking much. And that's how you should feel with your people that you're working with. Supposed to. You they know? used. To, I mean, they used to. Departments used to. I mean, you see shifts. They're literally. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember just like weekends, holidays. Summer vacations, all that shit was done with like all the guys, all their kids, everything. Like that's we would go to the lake, all I mean, all that kind of stuff all the time. Now you don't even see it. Dudes walk out of the station, they're like, fuck, I ain't talking to these motherfuckers for the next 48 hours. Like they don't even want to associate with people anymore. Mm-hmm. And that used to be like all the families tight knit, just all that stuff. And it's 
it's going away because people are just tired of that shit. Like they, they just don't want to be around people that they can't trust. Yeah. And it's becoming a real big problem. Yeah. And that's the thing, man, this is a sacrificial job and it's not just sacrificial of us possibly having to, you know, die in a fire, die getting hit by a fucking 18 wheeler as you're working a wreck on the highway. Yeah. It's like sacrificial job when, you might have something going on that day, but your buddy needs help or they move in or whatever, you know, you go fucking help them, you know, and, um, I'm supposed to, I mean, that's what you to. did the other yeah, day. That's what I did. That's what we're trying to promote. And that's what, you know, we're, you know, we're trying to really promote in which Longview it's got a strong brotherhood and I love it, man. That's the reason why I stay there. And, you know, we, we don't pay as much as Dallas and a lot of guys are leaving, but you want the guys that are there for the brotherhood. You want guys that are there for everything else, you know, like that doesn't involve around money. If you if the place is awesome and jam up and stuff, I mean money. There's a point where money doesn't matter, you know, and no. that's the place that you need. Got to try to build and stuff. And man, I have worked for a lot of good leadership, and I I love coming into work, man. I'd rather be at work than I'd rather be at home. <laughs> you know, what well, I mean? as much overtime as you've been working, you really have been there a whole lot. Well, I've been working a lot of trades. I haven't been much getting overtime. Oh. <laughs> well, y'all worked during the deployments when everybody was deployed for the wildfire. Oh yeah, yeah, worked some overtime, yeah. But, um, you but, know, something that I think what people, they lose sight of. So like, you go and Google, go Google America's bravest, bravest. It's firefighter everything, right? So worldwide, firemen are known, firefighters are known as America's bravest. How can we even call ourselves that when you're, you're a coward? You know, brave means, courageous means you can be fearful, but you just keep going. You yeah. push ahead. You know, you, you put it in the back of your mind. You put that fear in the back of your mind. You keep going. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, when shit's burning its ass off, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's a little scary, but whatever. Fuck it. It's the job. That's what you do. And that is, I mean, that's what our label is. That's, I mean, that shit stamped on our ass <laughs> from yeah. the beginning of time. And, you know, now we're getting to a point where the safety culture that the overly safe. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm down with with a lot of the safety shit, the cancer prevention and all that. Like, I'm down with a lot of that. Um, but we're basically safety policying our way out of a job. Um, we are, are being cowards so much on the station shit and handling your business like you should. I mean, how can we still hold on to that label? But we're not we're not acting on it. We're you know we're not living living to what that is, um, you know. And, and with that, you and I had a little bit different mindsets on it uh, when we talked about it a while back, just brainstorming and stuff. But like that even goes to me as the whole American flag deal. You know, I, I mean, I know you're 100 percent like I am. We're red, white, and blue through and through. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent I mean, you went overseas for this country. Uh, and wore that flag on your arm. But to me, uh, you know, with the whole thing going on in, in the country before, it was all about kneeling and, and all that kind of stuff. See, I took offense to that. And I got crossways with some firefighter friends of mine because they were they were seeing it on the social justice mm-hmm. aspect of that, which that that's a whole other dish issue and everything else. Um, but to me, the way I viewed that is so every firefighter that I've ever known are known of that got killed every single one of them. What did they have 
draped over their body and then on their casket, the American flag. Yeah. Um, you know, one, one of the guests that we're going to bring on uh, whenever the, the big Southwest end fire happened in Houston, he, uh, you know, that every single one of those firefighters, that's what they were draped on so they could get them removed from the rubble from that, that big uh, hotel fire. So to me, that's what that means. That's what the American flag means to me is every firefighter that died. I don't, I don't give a shit about all the other social justice stuff. Like that is what those firefighters are remembered by. That's what those families are given. Um, so to me, that was, that's like a huge, huge portion of me as far as the American side of us, the Americans mm-hmm. bravest and, and uh, you know, just everything about that. That's what it is. I mean, you're coming from the military stuff. What, what's your viewpoint on that? Because I know it was a little different at first. Yeah, yeah, you kind of changed it a little bit. And my perspective on it initially was, you know, I really didn't give a fuck. So I don't give a fuck about that guy. I don't give a fuck what he does. I don't give a fuck if he died. I don't give a fuck if he was whatever, you know. And that's kind of my view on it at first because I didn't really have that perspective because, I mean, I didn't look that far into it. Because, man, the world that we live in is so fucked up and corrupted anyways. I mean, him kneeling that you know, him kneeling did not affect my life. But now that I go back and think about it and stuff, and luckily I didn't have any guys in my platoon, you know, get fucked up on deployment, whatever. But um, it definitely changed it because that's true. I mean, when someone gets dies serving the agenda or the people of, you know, United States, they are draped over that flag. And it's hard to see, you know, and now that I have that kind of viewpoint, I definitely look at it a little different. Do I get vocal about it and stuff like that. No, because at the end of the day, you know, we preach in all this constitutional rights. It's still, still his right. Yeah. Yeah. It still is right. And, you know, and if I get, we know how I am. If I get too worked up, I man, it fucking boils. It boils <laughs> they say, you know, I'm going to fucking fighting homeless people off the street. You know, <laughs> straight up. But, um, cause I just don't, I, for my mental state, like I can't sit there and think about stuff like that. Cause I'll get heated. But, um, but everyone in our line of business should care about that flag. And like, if you're serving this, you know, country and you're the one that's kneeling and stuff, man, you really got to sit back and start recollecting some stuff in your own view. I mean, because you're kneeling and you're standing down against everything that you believe in, like everything that you're about or supposed to be about. Yeah. How could you be such a hypocrite and yeah. be part of that, you know, movement? And if that's what, if that makes them feel good kneeling and stuff, fuck them, you know, fuck them straight up. You know, because <laughs> yeah. I know my friends and my family and people that I'm around, they wouldn't, you know, perform and such. And honestly, if I see one of my friends do it, I will probably never speak to me again. Because if they're friends of me, like I'm very, you know, pretty straight lined on my moral standpoint. And I don't associate with people that it's not. I will talk to them and have an educated conversation, but that's it. We're not hanging out no more. We're not going to drink and stuff like that because you can't jive with what I believe in. And why would I be a hypocrite hanging out with you and having this good time when I'm preaching all this shit and it not be the case, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent. That's how I feel. I, if people ask me, I'll have the conversation if they want to know, but I mean, we're born Americans, mm-hmm. you know, and there, and there's a ton of people I, I worked with in the fire department, especially around the Houston area. They're born in other countries. They came here and they signed up 18 years old to be firefighters. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that is what they want to do. Come be an American firefighter. And it's like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Houston has a lot of that 
the guys that come here, they're either here, you know, doc program, dream or whatever. And they sign up and become firefighters. And it's just like, man, it's the coolest shit ever. And they're proud. They're mm-hmm. super proud. So it's, to me, it's like, how the hell can. And I think that's what we're losing too. And I think we're losing pride around, you know, craftsmen or, you know, our, you know, our job. We're losing pride in it because we're looking at it, at it as more of a job. Yeah. You know, this is a lifestyle. Oh, it's a straight is. up lifestyle. And, um, and it's a sacrificial lifestyle. I mean, you have to give up a lot and, you know, and you're going to be times where you don't sleep, you're tired and stuff and your family expects a lot out of you the day you get off. <laughs> yeah, no you shit. You know, like, um, but you still should love your job and what you do and hold that pride and you fucking pick your head up and continue on, you know, because I mean, you look at it as a job, you know, it's going to bleed, it's going to bleed over to your job. If you look at it as a job, it's going to, your attitude and stuff is going to bleed over because I mean, you go walk in the dollar store or one of these goodwill and say, see this dude smiling and, you know, just loving it. I yeah. mean, there might be somebody out there, but no, it's a fucking pressed ass atmosphere, you know, and going to the hospitals now, man, they're so overworked going in there, man. Oh, it shit. is like a yeah. dude. I mean, it's like work, walking into a morgue, you know, <laughs> it's so depressing, you know? Um, and a lot of that's the COVID stuff, but people lose pride in what they do and they start to, to just trickles down with that attitude and everything else. And it goes into the skills and, Absolutely. Come and, shit back. I mean, that's even, that's what Sean was even saying is, you know, when you're out in public and stuff, you better, you know, smile, be happy, like be having fun because it's the only way we're going to attract people. Mm-hmm. But another thing that to me that attracts people is, you know, for the last, I don't know, 40, 50 years, we've had all these fucking movies that you and I were raised on everything where it was like, it was all about the badass. Mm-hmm. You know, you got freaking Top Gun, which Top Gun Maverick just came out, you know, last year, earlier this year that was, box office gajillion dollars. I don't even know how much money it won. And what is that all about? A fucking badass that's, mm-hmm. that did shit his way. He was a maverick. Yeah. Did shit his way, kicked fucking ass. And at the end of the day, they needed him. Okay. That's that storyline. How many other storylines? Rockies, mm-hmm. um, Rambo. I mean, just all anything and everything you could think of is all about like the action hero kicking fucking ass or, you know, like the movie, the Patriot. We were literally raised on all these amazing, you know, war movies, action movies, westerns, all this stuff that everybody has essentially glorified because that is the face of America. That's, yeah. that's the face of what we are. We're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And then you have guys that, you know, well, you know, I, I really had. Yeah, that kid's dying over there. But but my policies say I can't do this. So I'm not going to do it because I don't want to get in trouble for my job because. I might lose my pension. Like how in the fuck did we get to a point? I mean, but you, you know, that's what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Every single, like even during the COVID shit, whenever these, the, the rules mandates, they were, there were mandates, unconstitutional mandates coming out that were not fucking law. And they got cops out here arresting some bitches at the fucking dog park for walking their dog in the breeze and in the sunlight because they're worried about losing their pension. We know you're, you know, you're a religious guy. I'm a religious guy. Nowhere in the Bible does it say jack shit about a pension. No. Nowhere. No. We're not guaranteed a pension. You're not. No one is. Mm. You're supposed to be there to serve your neighbor. Be there for your family. Be courageous in all times. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what's dictated, you know, by the book for us to do. Mm. Not fucking abide by shit to get a damn pension. I'm so tired. I made a post probably two years ago 
when I fucking had enough at the, the city department that I was at when I walked and, uh, you know, cause they were, they were dicking us around on our pay and just all that shit. You know, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll start, I heard that story. We'll, we'll right. get into the actual true politics and the fire service. Motherfuckers will do some stupid shit for a pension and they will sell everyone down the fucking river and, and flat out steal from them, steal from their fucking paycheck in order to guarantee a pension. Fuck that. I mean, if that's where you are and that's what you're caring about, well, I mean, I just got to do this for my pension. You are in, you just need to fucking go jump out the window. Yeah. Cause this business is not for you. If, if the mind uh, mindset of I can't do this job, the job, because I'm worried about a pension, you're, you, you're a terrible human being. Dude, and Gary V said it best. I was listening, dude, I'm fucking religious on this guy. <laughs> so like he said, man. You know, as you're growing a business, as you're, as you're doing your career, anything in life, you should be worried about your legacy, your reputation, and how people being just being a good person and everything else follows. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if shit, if you're the from head down of a department, you know, if they're being a good people, doing the right thing and stuff like that, they're gonna have people come into the department. They're gonna be have people pay their pension dues or you know whatever, and they'll be it'll be continuous. They don't have to worry about being a corrupted ass department. You have all these people leave and everything else. And, and now the pension's fucked because there's not enough money going into the pension. <laughs> yeah. You know, it all goes back to the retention and whatever, but it all goes back to just being a fucking good person and someone that's morally sound, you know, and a lot of your problems will be fixed. It's not rocket science. No, not. it's not. No. I, and uh, you know, I, we're not, we're not trying to get preachy to anybody or no. anything like that, but if, if people really want to know what it actually is to be, a good person, a good man. You don't have to dive in and read the Bible and all that kind of stuff and get super, super religious. But the Ten Commandments that are based in the Bible, that's literally what has been the foundation of all societies, no matter what religion. If, even if you're in, you know, look at, at uh, Muslim or Hindu, like all of them are based around the same rules of life. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them. Um, I mean, I've studied a little bit on all, not a whole lot. I'm not. I'm not majorly educated on it, but I have looked into a lot of the religions and how we ended up where we did and stuff like that. And every single society that's been a successful society of, of reasonably good people has had the same foundations of what human law is. And it's basically all stemmed from the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. um, in some form or fashion. You know, they're worded different and stuff like that. But I mean, everyone knows that murder is bad. Yeah. Everyone knows that rape is bad. Everyone knows you're not supposed to lie. Like all that kind of shit. It's not that complicated to figure out. No. Um, and you can write all the policies in the world to try to overturn that and dictate, but it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. And if you're abiding by those simple good rules, uh, the the universe itself has a way of working shit out. Yeah, you may lose this fucking pension, uh, but you're going to end up better off in the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you probably remember, remember the, the, yeah, I don't remember if it was a TikTok or real or however, whatever they're calling it. Uh, the little short video from Greg Anderson uh, that came out right at the beginning of COVID. He was a cop and he was sitting there in his cop car. He turned his hat around backwards, but you could tell he's in uniform. He's in a squad car. And he basically called out all law enforcement across the country and said, you know, if you're if you're a law enforcement officer out there and you are enforcing these unconstitutional laws and mandates or whatever they want to call them, then basically you're a piece of shit. And you're not in this job for the right reasons. Dude, if you think the military is going to turn against its own people, I no. mean, no. And I think... Some fucksticks might, but not maybe. the ones that's yeah. going to be able to hurt anybody. No, exactly. <laughs> it's not the fucking 
Marine infantry grunts no. is not them fuckers. I no. promise. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, and that's you know, I can speak that because I was at yeah, you know, and but people up there in the Pentagon and the White House, they truly believe that. And you know, if anything ever happened where they're gonna have to influence military law here, they're gonna have to bring another military in. You know, I, dude, don't even get me on conspiracies because I'm. <laughs> Yeah, but how how many of guys like you and and you know all the other like retired like badass special ops guys that are you know are coming out on social media and becoming really popular like you hear all of them say like all the good folks are on our side. Exactly. <laughs> well, look at fucking Ukraine, this big old mastermind of Russia, big military, blah blah blah. You know, are getting fucking raped and anal molested by Ukraine. And they're just fucking a bunch of farmers with pitchforks that had no military experience. That's that had no combat experience. You know, that's exactly right. It's just because for they're standing up for what they believe what's right, you know, and that's is what, dude, it goes fucking ill move mountains. What you do right will move mountains. That's what 20 years of Afghanistan was. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. That's these people, they don't give a shit about United States politics. No. They just see people coming into their country. And I love whenever you have like these major politicians get up there, well, you know, you stand up against us, you're going to need F 16s. Did any of Afghanistan army have F-16s? No. Fucking small arms and, and dudes running around the damn woods with a rifle is a pain in the ass. Dude, it's all mindset. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm like, man, growing up in high school, I was a dude that fought everybody. I love, I love to fight. Dude, you just don't fuck with a crazy motherfucker, dude. No. You can't. No tactics, no skill, whatever will outdo the crazy motherfucker because the crazy motherfucker is going to win eventually. And, you know, we used to we used to really glorify the cowboy. Mm-hmm. As a country, we really did glorify like the the cowboy, badass, door kicking down mindset. And the fire service was our home. I mean, I remember growing up, dude, like there's some legendary motherfuckers that mm-hmm. were just I mean, they basically they were they were rule violators, but they were the most badass firemen that there ever was. And they were so fucking awesome that they completely changed our industry and innovated our industry in every aspect, whether it was gear, all this shit. And they're where we are. Those guys are what made us where we are now as far as all of our advances and our budget increases and all the new technology of, of apparatus and just all this stuff. Those badasses are the ones that got us here. So now we're just going to lay on our back. You know, you can't develop no. being a firefighter without fighting fire. Mm. You know, it's just not possible. Um, and that's the thing. It's not about us. It's not about the firefighters that are working today. It's not about the firefighters that worked yesterday or back for the next, for this generation to generation, dude. We're upholding a legacy and a tradition that we have to uphold because there's people that sacrifice their life for this job. Yeah. You know, and we have to uphold that. Yeah. And, their health, um, their life, they, you know, fuck themselves down to get us here. Exactly. And not turn into a corrupted asshole where you're just fucking shitting on their dead body. You're better off just fucking digging them up and squatting down and shitting right in their face. Yeah, I mean, cause that's what you're doing. Yeah, that yeah. would actually be a, a that would be a, a lot more manly of you to do. Yeah, exactly. Rather than just playing shadow games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'd much rather some bitch stand up and actually tell me, well, you know what, fuck you, I don't like what you're doing. Okay, that's a whole lot better than yeah. running around. Exactly. Um, I mean, it just I, I think about um, you know, Captain Clifford Reed from Houston. He violated probably every damn rule that there was as far as for getting in deep on fires and just all this. To, and he's the reason why we have hoods. The Reed hood was named after him. He's the one that developed it, designed it, put it into service, tested it. I mean, he cooked himself uh, to be able to get us. And now all like 
our gear and all that stuff is modeled after basically all the parameters and, and everything that he set. And that's nationwide. The gauntlet gloves, you know, they're the guys down there, are the ones that developed all that stuff that everybody's branched into and getting the new badass stuff that that comes from all the people like him that were like, yeah, well, we know we're, there's rules that say we're not supposed to do this, but how are we going to know what this equipment can handle if mm-hmm. we don't do it? Yeah. You know, and he wasn't worried about fucking policies. He wasn't worried about somebody. Ooh, I'm going to go tell on Captain Reed. I'm going to get a fucking promotion over Captain Reed. There wasn't none of that bullshit mm-hmm. going on. They were like, damn, this motherfucker's a badass. We, we learned some shit from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, dude, and we go back, and this is, you know, being an American episode of this, dude. And that's what our mentality should be. That's who we should be trying to uphold and mirror is that being just somebody that cares about what needs to get done. And I mean, that is, that's what drives me insane it, because I just hear so many people get wrapped up in the pension game and the paycheck game and all this shit. And it's like, man, it was very fucking clear that you're never going to get rich doing this job. So why all of a sudden now are we so damn worried about it? Mm-hmm. Like 20, 30 years is a long time to be a snake. Oh, dude. And if you think mm-hmm. that ain't going to take a toll on you, I mean, like, I, I know a chief right now. He ain't been a snake, but like four years now. And he's already got massive fucking, he's only a little bit older than me. He's got massive fucking cardiac problems and everything else. Because you can't live that. It's not sustainable. Mm. But if you're a good person and you're fucking happy and you know that I'm doing good by you and I'm doing good by you and you're doing good by me, man, your career is solid. It's awesome. It's it's an enjoyable time. That's why you love going to work so much mm-hmm. because you know everybody in the station has your back. They know you have their back. And you fucking love every minute Dude, of it. I love my guys, man. And uh, I don't like to my own horn. But, I, man, I see it because people's called it out to me. It's like when I'm walking in the room, everyone just lights up. Because I'm the motherfucker that's loud, obnoxious, you know, shaking everybody's hand, like, man, checking on them, checking out how the kids are. I do it for everybody. You know, I'm a family man. And, you know, I want to know. I, I truly want to know how well you're doing. Yeah. You know, I truly do. And I try to be that person that everyone can talk to and just being very vocal about, you know, my opinions. If he needs to change value, everybody, you know, and I'm not someone that likes to go talk about behind, talk about people behind their back and stuff. And um, And I've been that way. It's just, um, man, it's just, it's twisted. And I think everyone should try to be that because, man, if you go to work and you truly love what you're doing and you truly love your guys, leadership is founded off of love. You know, my, I had, you know, some leadership that preached that. Dude, leadership is so founded off of love because if you truly love your brothers and sisters, they will do anything for you. They will, I mean, it's just uncomparable, you know, to the things that they would do. And, I mean, if you love somebody, you're not going to treat them bad. If you love somebody, you're not going to go behind their back. If you love somebody, you're not going to talk about them. You're not. No. You fucking love them. No, and you and as a whole, you're going to be successful. Exactly. You're going to be successful. Dude, you can't. Yeah. Exactly, because they're supporting you, man. If you have an idea or, any, or anything, man, they're going to take that and run with it, you know, and, like, try to, you know, uplift you and stuff like that. They're not going to try to demine you or try to go around your back to get you in trouble or try to steal your idea or, or whatever the case might be. They're going to support you. and. Dude, it drives me crazy how fucking simple this is, man. It is. It's just been And people over- can't fucking fathom it. No, it's just, it's just been overly complicated because of unqualified people trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it, what it boils down to. You know, and I know you don't like tooting your own horn, but I'll toot your horn for you. But, you know, if you'd have been a fuckstick, you think you would have got Marine of the Year? No. I mean, that's, that's a fucking huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Was it 2017? Yeah, 2017. I mean... 
that's fucking awesome. Like that makes I, I'm honored to be in the room with you because it's. I mean, we're not talking about an agency of twenty damn people. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's a huge huge honor, and the fact that you got that that means that you've shown that, uh, essentially worldwide, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, I, I'm telling you right now, I was not the person that you know I'm going to work in the morning. You know, I got my boot blousings up high. You know, and on the weekends I'm sitting there reading nothing but literature about. Dude, I was on weekends at night. I was partying like a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was doing things I probably shouldn't be doing, just enjoying life. Yeah. You know, I was definitely a misfit. Yeah, definitely a misfit. You know, and I've been in trouble probably four or five times in the military for you know having too people, much fun. Yeah, people <laughs> putting people where they need to be, probably not doing it the right way. You know. Yeah, they, but they loved you for it. Yeah, I mean, people loved you for it. That just and I um, mean, I hope some of my guys see this and comment it. And, you know. Speak on my behalf, saying it's true that everyone else is not <laughs> buffing anybody. But uh, no, because you don't have to be that you know person that just lives by the book, and you have to be by the book and stuff, dude. It is all what you are founded upon. I had a good you know life growing up. I had good parents. You know they're still married, and they preached all the good fundamentals and morals that I have. You know they kept me in church, and uh, I do believe I was blessed, and that's kind of the reason how I am now. But I also think that God, you know wired me like this yeah you know for sure uh, and you know and um i tried man everywhere i go i try to leave a positive impact you know and uh with that mindset it's helped me out tremendously man because you know my staff's aren't i'd be working hard i'd be helping other platoons and everything else you know and i'm only supposed to be working and he'd be getting mad at me because (laughs) (laughs) because he feels bad for me because you know everyone else is you know kind of sitting around and whatnot because they're not supposed to be i just got it because i just I have, if someone else is working, I have to be doing something. I cannot sit down and watch somebody work. Well, that makes you, <laughs> that makes you being a hero in the yeah. station. Yeah. So, but, um, but, you know, and I know we're kind of getting off topic here, you know, wars, you know, the American episode that we're having, but that's still morally where I stand, you know, as I think a lot of people do deep down. I mean, I really do with the, the outcrying that we've had and everything like that. I think, we are the majority. Mm-hmm. Like we're misfits because we don't write the rules. Exactly. I mean, that's that's where we're we're landing as misfits because we don't we don't necessarily we do have the power, and that's what a lot of people do need to understand. We mm-hmm. do have the power, yeah. but we just don't have the ability in a lot of departments to write the rule book. But we have the power in the sense that the community backs the the like minded individuals like us. Mm-hmm. That's who the community backs. Uh, all day in, day out, every day, you go talk to any citizen in your district and you go ask them, you know, do you, do you, if something happens in your house, you know, when your babies are inside or whatever, you want us kicking in the door and coming in? Oh, absolutely. Or do you, you know, you want policies, safety policies written that says that we can't come inside or policies written that, that say, you know, this person is qualified to do it, but, you know, or that person, whatever. Well, no, aren't y'all all firefighters? That's what they're going to say. So the power is with us. Mm-hmm. It I just has it. to. It just has to get to the point where people understand that. And you know, I know everybody's not going to be able to just fucking jump up and stuff. But start talking to the folks around you. We're not going to be able to just. Although I wish we fucking could, because um, <laughs> that's my personality. I wish we go snatch some of these some bitches up out of the chair and drag them out and throw them out in the fucking street where they belong. Mm-hmm. And take their fucking pension too, because that's all that matters to them is their pension. 
firefighters don't matter. The citizens don't matter. All they care about is their damn pension. Uh, we can't do that. But what we can do is run the department where it is the way it's supposed to be. And they'll either they'll either be iced out and leave or go go to another department, go be somebody mm-hmm. else's problem or um, make sure that the next generation rolling into that position is like, hey, you know, we know he was a fuck stick and only cared about himself. But all of us down here, we're elevating you into that position. It's time f- for us to run this department yeah. and you to do this department the way that it's supposed to be done. That's how we take this mm-hmm. back. That's that's exactly. how that's how the misfits run the shit. Yeah, exactly. And being very transparent with the city and your citizens and who you're working for. You know, Completely. Don't lie for nobody. Completely. Uh, I mean, I know Sean can't couldn't get into it a whole lot, but you know, our hometown department here, you know, the the firefighters took care of the of the stations themselves, all the maintenance. Anytime anything was broken, they were coming out of pocket, out of their own pockets, taking care of the station shit because city management at the top refused to fucking to pay for jack shit. I mean, <laughs> we won't get into complete specifics yeah. on it, but their maintenance bill to service five stations, I can't service my own fucking house for what they had for all the stations to be done underneath that maintenance budget from, from that city management. Um, and it's got them in a bind. So 20, 30 years of this shit, stations are in shambles. The guys have literally come in. You know, every fireman has a side job that they're running, you know, so you've got welders and construction guys and all that stuff. So the guys are coming in building and fixing the stations on their own. Well, now they got themselves backed in a corner because it's at the point they can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, they flat out can't do anymore. And when an air conditioner unit goes out and it's, you know, $10,000 to redo the whole damn system, the fire department can't come out of pocket to fix that themselves. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And, you know, truly, you know, I kind of get my digs in with Sean a, li- a little bit on that because uh, he and I are so close and we're able to, to talk openly and our mindsets are the same. Uh, I kind of mess with him. And I'm like, well, shit, y'all need to get out there and get the fucking block walking, bro. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we 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 got stuff coming down the pipe. Um, because if if the firefighters for the last 20 years would have, you know, been out in the community, talking mm-hmm. to the community religiously, like all the time, I, I, they have held specific meetings. You know, they go to this group or that group or whatever. And the chief has gone and talked to several of the community groups and everything. But if you're out in the public, like truly knocking on doors and going and and getting people the full story, man, they're going to have your back all day long. Oh, they're yeah. going to go down to the city council meetings and light that bitch on fire. Yeah. And you'll get what you want. You'll get what you need. But it's just a matter of getting out there and being completely transparent. Like half the citizens here, they didn't know that the guys are having cancer related issues or the sewage backing up into the station because, you know, it's the the system is almost 70 years old and the sewage is backing up into the, in the station in the showers and all that kind of shit running out on the floor. They don't know all that stuff. Mm. The firemen were just fixing it themselves, which is awesome. But at some point you got to get out there in the community and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. You know, Houston fire department's one really, I'd say one of the better departments about it when it comes time for shit to be going on, they're out block walking, mm-hmm. you know, they're all wearing their shirts, knocking on doors, really telling the full story and, and the community comes out through and through for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason they do that is because they know Houston firefighters are coming. Mm-hmm. When they call 911, they're coming and they don't really give a shit about what somebody up on in the high spot is saying about this policy or that policy or they're literally getting their pension stolen from them 
by these fools at the top. And they're still showing up, kicking doors down and going in and doing the job for the right reasons. Yes. 100% right reasons. And it reasons. all goes back to the fucking morals of the... 100%. You know. And, you know, I kind of... The firefighter. I'm not going to say I idolize them, but I, I definitely do put them up on a pedestal I because, the, I mean, they're one of the best departments in the country, if not uh, the best in my in my eyes. And, you know, they have their troubled children, of course. Yeah. But, um, man, every single one of them that you talk to, work with, I worked with a ton of them over, you know, the last 10 years, but... uh they all have that mindset and they're, they're all kind of cowboy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the majority of them are all kind of cowboy mindset. They're all, damn near all misfits in that mm-hmm. aspect because they're just like, no, like we have our rules and regs and shit that we'll, we'll abide by what we have to, you know, as far as stations being clean, all that kind of shit. But they're not going to tell us to screw somebody else over. They're not going to tell us to screw the community over. Like they're hardcore through and through on that shit. Didn't you gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's refreshing to me because mm-hmm. that's a huge department. And a lot of these problems are in your smaller departments where it is promotions are less, you know, mm-hmm. there's less availability to get ahead. So people think that's the way they get ahead and it's really not. Well, I think smaller departments are worse because I mean, that influence, that power yeah. is, you know, just really just one man. That's it's true. Not spread that's very true. You yeah. Know. You know, you don't see the big chief there. You might see him at funerals and graduations and whatever else, but other than that, yeah, you're not dealing with day-to-day mm-hmm. the smaller departments the chief's coming in your damn station every day or the head chief is in your station every day mm-hmm. so yeah that that position of power is a whole lot more prevalent for sure mm-hmm. i don't know man i just uh i think i think that we've really got to get a get a hold on the just overall understanding yeah. of what what your rights are what you're supposed to be doing yeah. everything absolutely and dude being the american just going back you know you know, the future's heading one way and stuff like that. But, you know, you, you don't want history to repeat itself, whatever. But there's certain things that we have to go back. But, I mean, technology and stuff, you know, we don't have to go and step back, you know, and regress. But mentality, we need to step back and kind of regress because, I mean, somebody was doing it right down the line. I hate to say it. Somebody was doing it right down the line, and that's who why we are here today. But there are, we you know, weak times create weak men, strong times great strong men and vice versa for females, you know? So I think, uh, you know, going back to our morals and being the true Americans that we are, will fix a lot of the problems that we do have, you know, tremendously. Completely. I mean, and, you know, even diving more in on the, you know, just the whole United States and being an American thing, a lot of people forget or don't know or never read it or whatever. Um, most of the founding fathers for this country that it's been the greatest country ever in the mm-hmm. history of mankind. We've, we've built the best country ever. All the founding fathers, the majority of them, their average age group was in the twenties. Mm-hmm. It was young men, young ideas and a small percentage of them. They just were willing to stand up and do what's right. Dude, we literally became a country for saying, fuck, you no." exactly. You know, fucking exactly. You know, I mean, that's that, how we all started. And that dude, and that's literally what is just like deep inside my soul. That that's how I've lived my whole life. Um, <laughs> I mean, even my parents. My parents will tell you all day long. Uh, hey, you always tell me, dude, mama's bitching. <laughs> my ass, because no one's gonna tell me what I can and can't do. No one. I don't. I don't care if I have this job or that job or fucking whatever. I don't care. Because what matters to me 
is who I am. The example that I set from my children, who I am to my, my wife, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's the only fucking rules and regs that I have. A damn job doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, truthfully, this is me speaking from my soul. Uh, I'll say fuck you no to anything because I, I know at the end of the day, a pension is never guaranteed. No. Hell, how many times have people die for they ever get to enjoy it? You know, they retire six months later, they're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. So that shit, that's not a dictating factor in my life. No. I don't dictate, like, or I don't define myself as a firefighter. Like, it is what I do and it is what I love. And that's been a large majority portion of my life. But if that ends today, because I have to make a right or wrong decision, then it ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just fucking ends. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm down the road and either I find another fire job or, or whatever. But to me, what matters is that I can go home and face my kids and face my wife. And they know at the end of the day, like, yes, you made the right decision. And face God. At the time. That's yeah. That's a whole other aspect of mm-hmm. it. I'm hoping that I don't have to actually have that <laughs> conversation yet, and that face face for my judgment, uh, which I know one day I will. But we, yeah, what are you going to do when you, you're standing there at the gates and you're like, well, you know, I gave you this clear path, and every time you were given a choice, you chose corruption. Mm-hmm. You chose hurting your fellow man to try to get ahead. You know, you there's no you can't bullshit out of that at that point. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know and since you opened up this door, I can't stand having somebody that sits here on Sundays, front row of the church house, you know, I'm preaching how God live a man they are, but Monday through Friday, all they're doing is screwing people over, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's financially wise or with their actions or what, like, you know, that's kind of got me in a bind in several churches. And, you know, where it's hard to keep a church home because that's hard for me to stomach. I can't sit next to somebody that I know is doing this shit or they get on Facebook and, and post all their stuff uh, about how, you know, godly they are. Just all this stuff. But at yeah. the same time, like, when she's getting game banged on Friday, <laughs> you know it's like, damn, like, I mean, and everybody to each his own, everybody, you know, we're all sinners and it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, uh, but we're not perfect. I'm far, far, yeah, far, I mean, we far, fuck far, up a lot. Yeah. Uh, I just, that shit just on a personal level, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, do what you want. And that's why I don't get, I don't really get preachy. I believe what I believe and, you know, my family know. And if people want to have a conversation with me, I'll let them know what I believe in and stuff like that. But I don't get real preachy because I don't want to be a hypocrite because I, by no means, I mean, I drink, I party, you know, I don't, I cuss. I do, I don't do everything right. Um, Which nobody does. No. That's the beauty is nobody does, but don't sit here and, and preach and preach and shove shit down about how fucking amazing of a godly man you are. Man, just just chill. Like, yeah. let's start by trying to make good decisions throughout the week, Monday through Friday, and not <laughs> fucking people over. Not fucking people over day in and day out, and then want to go try to I guess redeem it. Maybe that's what their their justification is. They're redeeming themselves on Sundays, whatever. Um, that's just not that. Yeah. That's not something that because you can't. That sheds a bad light on somebody that's coming in mm-hmm. that might be interested in learning more about the Bible or whatever, and they're gonna be like, this guy's. A- and we're seeing that a lot in society right now. That's know, why Muslims say this. That's a lot of it. You know, and you see the shit going on in society where it's like, people are like, well, where are the Christians? Where are the Christians? With all the shit going on with the kids and, you know, the movements that are going on behind closed doors. And, you know, we can get way off in the weeds on that mm-hmm. shit. But bottom line is there's stuff, a lot of stuff being said and done around children that never in society has been acceptable in this country. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now we're trying to push these agendas and everybody's like, well, where's the Christians? 
Well, yeah, where are they? Well, they're not really walking the right life either. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not. There's a lot of people that aren't able to say shit because they can't say shit. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to be like, well, you know, talk to somebody about the Bible and try to tell them that you're a Christian, but you're sitting over here all fucking week stealing from people mm-hmm. or lying to people in your business or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Everybody's like, well, hell, everybody knows he's the biggest fucking thief in town. But he's, you know, big wig in the church. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's some of that hypocrisy shit that's not OK. Um, and we can get way deep. I don't yeah. want to get super deep yeah, into that right get, now. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk a little bit more about religion and the fire service and stuff at a later date. But but that goes really that that kind of principle. You know, if, if you are a chief or you are an officer, you're really held to a lot higher standard. And if the people around you or, or new guys coming in or whatever, or they're, they're, it's the same kind of principle. They're like, wait, that guy, man, I've heard nothing but bad stuff about him, but he's a chief. He's an officer. How the hell can he be in that position? But like everyone in town knows he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, that's like. Dude, and that's why, dude, it is, it's, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> but I mean, you don't have to be, you know, a straight edge guy if you're morally, morally sound. I mean, no. what, how I treat you and how I treat others, you know, is phenomenal. But if I'm over there, you know, drinking my life away in the my back porch every single day by myself and not creating, creating havoc or impinging on anybody else, you know, as long as you're doing what's right to others, to me, is what matters, you know, because I mean, that's who you're influencing. That's who you're dealing with, you know, like that's whose life you're impacting, you know, but I kind of do or what somebody else is doing in their personal time to deal with whatever mental problems they have or anything else, you know, that's their business in which hopefully your brothers love you and you've been an awesome person to them or they'll come back and, you know, take care of you. Yeah. But, you know, that's kind of my viewpoint on that. But so what time is it? 1040. We can, yeah. we can edit this out. So um, Yeah, no, it's all good. So remember this part, Chaz, this time. So we can edit this out. Okay, so you need to talk about yeah the Tubboard Smiths movement or what we're looking to do for the umbrella and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, well, uh, we uh, we just want to continue to thank everybody uh, for all the just amazing outpour that we've gotten just on all aspects. Um, the the views and are going through the roof. Uh, it's been pretty awesome, as you can tell with this new uh, this new video platform and everything we've been we've been putting together. Uh, we have got put together a YouTube channel still on Spotify, uh, Apple podcast, Google podcast. Um, I actually did a Google search the other day and, and our uh, podcast popped up like in the, in the top searches. So oh really? Yeah. We're climbing up there. Um, it's probably just with the mass growth of people in other countries and everything. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's talking on the, on the new kind of, we're calling it an umbrella, but essentially what we're looking at doing, um, because we see it everywhere. We understand that, that everybody's struggling financially. Like that's, that's, there's no doubt there. Um, and kind of the cool deal with this tailboard misfits is the options are endless. No, oh, absolutely. Um, and one of the things that you are going to start seeing coming in the future, uh, you know, we have the podcast, we have the apparel line that's, that's coming out. We're just basically waiting on, on some more of our stuff coming in. We've had some items come in, but, uh, just basically not enough to start shipping out and everything and fulfilling orders. Um, which all goes back to people people yeah. doing the right thing and, and making decisions on, um, you know, on the political level. It, it puts a hurt on all small business and everything when people don't make right decisions and it hurts supply chains and, 
and that stuff is no joke. It's hit us in the mouth really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we put orders in three, four months ago, and a lot of stuff we still haven't gotten. Um, so we really appreciate all you that have contacted us and and you know made inquiries on where the stuff's in when they can start ordering. <laughs> yeah. Like it's coming, it's coming, guys. I, please <laughs> wait on me. It's uh, I mean, a lot of stuff we put in orders and, and paid money on a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it still hadn't showed up. So uh, we feel it, feel it hard, but um. Yeah, we just uh, we've got to really thinking about it, and there's so many different things, so many aspects that firemen are into, um, and really we're looking at kind of branching out into other stuff, and basically, essentially building our own little Tailboard Misfits Fire Department. Yeah, um, not not in a suppression or EMS type aspect, but just a culture, a culture where we can bring people's skills and abilities in business and whatever it is, different aspects. Um, and allowing them to kind of come in and be part of the business as long as they're, you know, morally sound and, and in line with what this brand is and what we're trying to build. Um, sorry for you shitbags out there. You're not riding our coattails to make a million dollars. It's not no. fucking happening. And um, the beauty is, is Gunner and I tell you, you get fucked. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something that we're kind of working on. And what that's going to entail is, you know, people that, that we see that, that have a good successful, you know, business model or business idea, we're going to be able to bring them in. And essentially I think we're going to call it like a district kind of name it fire department structure and, and traditional uh, terminology. But like one of you know the tailboard misfits uh, fighters, we're going to bring him on, on board and start moving into like the, the boxing and MMA realm and kind of run a little bit of a promotional deal uh, through and with our company um, getting into the fight scene you know, myself and my, my family, we all do the rodeo thing. We're going to start moving into to doing sponsorships and um, and all that kind of stuff with uh, some rodeo athletes, including my kids. And, and um, just kind of building on stuff like that, moving in some different product line, retail stuff, and trying to bring people on board um, where they can jump in on this. And, and basically what it's going to entail is if it's something they want to do and if they are willing to put the work in and, and do – uh, do what it takes to make a successful business, then they're going to be able to earn earn income um, throughout this movement and yeah. still keep their fire job, still get to be a firefighter, but then they get to have the ability of being a misfit, benefiting them. Yeah, exactly. So we're trying to give – we have too many people out there that are so bound to a fire department paycheck or they can't do what's right or they get scared to do what's right. Yeah. And so what we want to do is you know help these guys kind of – promote and market their business and do whatever we have to, to give them financial freedom, freedom. We're in our brand, you know, and uh, not necessarily owning shares of the company, but you run in your own business, everything else like that, but you'll be running in support of Tailboard Misfits, you know, and supporting us the right way. And that's why we're going to be very particular if your morals and stuff line up to us, because I mean, then you'll compromise everything, you know, what we believe in. So, and if you have ideas or anything else like that, guys, y'all please reach out to us. We love to hear and communicate with y'all. We love to talk to y'all and um, just getting to know people, man, you know, and that's what we're trying to just develop this Tailboard Misfits movement is just building this culture, cult, if you will, of morally sound people and uh, making them successful, you know, and that's what I would love to see. And that's what we're going to try to take it. I mean, we've looked around to see if there's anything else like it. We haven't, you know, we even talked about running and doing a nonprofit here in the next near future of, you know, helping people that are in a financial bind, you know, and be able to give them uh, 
this help, you know, really uplifting this brotherhood and sisterhood of industry, actually being that family, bringing mm-hmm. all this shit back. Guys, we're doing everything. We're thinking of everything possible in order to save this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, I truly meant it when I said that uh, I feel like this is the last industry that's actually in it for the people. Mm-hmm. That's in it for the citizens. Everything else has sold out to money, politics, uh, you know, com- commercial, whatever, however you want to put it. It all comes down to the, uh, I mean, hell, even, you know, beloved sport of rodeo. Mm-hmm. I mean, there ain't no more shit that was during during COVID that was, I mean, we were going every rodeo and everybody's like, man, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like we were running rodeos because that's, I mean, you can't you can't break a cowboy down. Mm-hmm. But now we have these major corporations coming in and actually buying up shit. And now they're re- changing the rules. So even us as a rodeo industry of parents and, uh, you know, um, competitors and all that, we're like, no. So, I mean, we're even looking at doing other stuff in, in that world because it everything that's freedom loving. Strong mindset of basically fuck you know mm-hmm. um which is the american way uh is under attack yeah. on it on every front so you know as a fire service we really see it and that, that's what this whole thing is about you know it's uh it, it's not misfits not tailboard misfits in the sense of you know we, we don't fit in it's just misfits in the sense that there's a lot of us and we all just have to band together and and say fuck you know mm-hmm. um which makes us misfits and makes us the yeah. ones that don't fit in. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, that's well, real. we don't fit in for the fire chief. There's a lot of us. Yeah, there's a lot of us. We're probably majority of the fire department, but um, it's just that's what we're going to be called, and mm-hmm. so we're going to fucking own it if we're going to be called it. Hell you yeah, know? it doesn't bother me. I no. mean, I'll have a target on my back. I don't. Give yeah, a but um, yeah. So that's kind of what we got coming in the future. I mean, there's a, that's a whole lot of moving parts, but we, you know, we're preaching transparency. So that's one thing we're really doing with this company is is trying to stay transparent on all the projects that we're working on, where we're going, what we're doing, when we have delays on stuff, it just, there, there's a lot that goes into this and, and Gunnar and I are new at a lot of it, but I mean, ultimately there's a whole lot of paperwork and everything yeah. that goes with a ton of this stuff. Um, so that's, that's basically what we're working on. We're just, you know, trying to stay transparent and open and, and let everybody know. Cause we know we've got a, an amazing following. Um, a lot, I mean, just a lot of love coming in every direction. Yeah, we love it. Um, Please keep in contact with us. Yeah, Talk let us. us know. I mean, we've, we've gotten a lot of cool stories. Um, kind of sum up this show. We we had a guy reach out to us, um, I don't know, a week or two ago, wasn't it? And the yeah. guy was kind of telling his story. Dude, and- it's, it's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it ultimately it all comes down to basically the fact that he is an American and he's in this country. is the only thing that saved his fucking ass. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, his leadership went into the – extreme realm of having this guy arrested and all kinds of other bullshit. I mean, it was a totally fuck situation and this guy's going to be listening to our podcast and uh, I don't want to tell all his business on there, but the dude did what's right. He started what's right. It was just a downhill fall for him. Just being him being targeted and attacked. Mm-hmm. And, but till this day, the dude stayed true and stuff like that. He's got all my fucking respect because he didn't give in not once. No. And he ended up getting, getting his job back. Yeah. So basically, wasn't it uh, like he said no to his leadership and his leadership went to the chief and then the chief ended up having his buddy, who's the police chief. Yeah. It funneled down anyways. This guy gets arrested on some trumped up charges and essentially it's all because he told his leadership no. And um, it, it took him a while and a lot of fighting to get his name cleared up. But that's the beauty about living in this country is <laughs> you yeah. have those rights. 
And um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty long drawn out story, but it was it was very phenomenal. Just yeah. the fact that this guy stayed true to what was right, and it cost him for a little while, but yeah. he was able to fight. And now now he's got his job back. Mm-hmm. I mean, they it all essentially has all gone away now. Yeah. From what I understand, it just he had to stick by what was doing the right thing, and that's so fucking awesome to see yeah. somebody that man put it out there. Because we're getting attacked, like not just as firefighters, but we're getting attacked on every front. Oh, yeah. I mean. Even on the civilian side. Civilian side and just really it shows like you can't. There's a lot of people out there that's wearing a badge that's in it for the wrong reasons. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fire, police department, all that. They're in it for the wrong reasons and they will <laughs> they'll get your ass in. I mean, we know there's a lot of badass cops out there. And, um, you know, that's one thing we've even talked about kind of going in. You know, we are the tailboard misfits, but there's some misfits in the police department, yeah. too. They want to call it 5 misfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So, I mean, we're, you know, we're kind of working on on that aspect, too, because we know that all, all realms of, of public service is, is struggling with this shit, that people are, are choosing money over what their, essentially their oath was. Yeah. Um, cool. But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's we're going to wrap that up. Y'all, uh um, get it, you know, share the show. It's going to be on YouTube now. So people will be able to, um, to share that. They'll be able to, you know, keep sharing our Spotify. Spotify will have the video, um, Apple podcast. Uh, we did just recently create a, um, a group on Facebook. So we have our tailboard misfits podcast page, which is the main page. Um, then I created a little group page. It's going to be like a forum and everything. Um, and it's already got a good bit of memory growing. It's only a couple of days old. Um, but basically what that is, is, so I've joined a lot of groups on Facebook and, and everything, but to be quite frank, um, you know, we joined the groups to try to get the exposure out because mm-hmm. it's it's not easy getting nationwide, worldwide, you know, exposure to every firefighter. And that's what we want is mm-hmm. to try to attract all the firefighters, volunteer, paid, all that stuff everywhere that's like-minded. Like we want to get, you know, get in front of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, let them join in this movement and be, you know, be excited about it. Realize there's there's more than just a few of us. Exactly. Um, but you know, ultimately, what that comes down to is anything with social media. You know, you make one post, your your one admin click away from being silenced, muted, deleted, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just, in order to try to prevent that, um, we went ahead and created our own group because there's a there's a lot of badass forums on there, but a lot of them are all specifically tactics based yeah. or selling fire equipment and all that kind of stuff. So we wanted to create a platform because the, the page doesn't have the ability, you know, for everybody to be commenting, posting and all that kind of stuff um, all the time. But we, we wanted to do this group page where people get on there and tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's how we heard about this guy that was wrongfully arrested and stuff because of his fire chief pulling some bullshit. Um, they, uh, we want people to be able to get on there and open, if they want to openly talk yeah. about that. Cause you're not alone. No, you're not. It's 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 insane. It's yeah. really insane. It's kind of taking Gunner and I, you know, kind of taking our breath away as far as for the just the amount of people. It's like yeah. holy shit. Um, but uh, we just want to create that platform, and you know, people to get on there. And if you have questions about legal shit, if you have questions about you know promotional stuff, I had a, a good friend of mine just recently. He reached out to me and. I have mad respect for this guy. I always have. Um, you know, we we are family. He's he's super close. He was a rookie of mine. Um, he ended up leaving, going to another department during that time period. He's promoted up a little bit. He's driving and and all this stuff. And he's been in the fire service for several years and made a asshole of fires. Badass fucking fireman. 
badass. He was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was insane. Like if you needed somebody to move some shit or force some shit, he's your guy. Um, but I mean, he reached out to me the other day. He's looking at, at, uh, wanting to take his, uh, his LT promotional test. And he was like, you know, you know me, you know, my experience, blah, blah, blah. Do you, you think I'm ready for that? And I'm like, absolutely. By all means, you, you're one of the few that I would put my stamp on for sure. Um, but I don't know there's a lot of people out there that's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm interested in promoting, but I don't know if I had the experience or if I had the credibility or what do you, you know, yeah. they have a lot of questions on promotional stuff or anything like that. That's, that's a spot you can jump on there and ask that. Yeah. Cause um, there's, there's people way more experienced than you, way more experienced than me. Cause I'm a, I'm still a fucking <laughs> newbie, but, um, yeah, well, there'll just be community where you can sit there and talk about that and not be silenced or say what you want. Yeah, say what you want. Ask the questions that you want to. You know, if you get on there, and I'll fucking tell you right now, if you get on talking some fucking bullshit because you're a fucking Facebook warrior, you just better know Gunner and I are the kind of motherfuckers that will fuck you down. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, we are not, I'm not protected. There's no rules and regulations. I will tell you motherfucking ass right where I'm at, and you can roll right on up. This getting on here with your goddamn kitty cat motherfucking profile picture that you have mm-hmm. with your fat cat. <laughs> I got your fucking name. Dude, <laughs> dude fuck that guy. Um, I'm just here to tell you, like, legit, that's what's wrong. That's what's fucking wrong with this whole damn deal. Dude, I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> well, I, I, I deleted it before you even saw it because I was like, oh, this motherfucker here. Um, you know, we, we don't get very, honestly, we don't get very much hate mail. We, that's probably like the third bad comment we've gotten because everybody knows the shit that we're saying is, is real. Mm. Um, but we talk shit and they're the same guys that's on there. You know, they want to hit the fucking fire department up when they go to HEB on duty. Why are my tax dollars paying for you to go grocery shopping? Well, fuck you, dude. Suck a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it absolutely blows my mind. These people want to get on here, but just know you're fucking with the wrong mm. ones. Um, we don't fuck y'all. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, you get to want to get on there and talk some mad shit. That's cool. You know, whatever. Just know that that we're not going to tolerate the shit. Um, this is a spot for people to come on, be real, ask real questions mm-hmm. about real topics, tell real stories about shit that's really going on. Because we don't necessarily have the best knowledge of of everything worldwide or nationwide mm-hmm. on what's going on in all these departments, especially individual stories, individual departments. I know what's going on in you know, East Texas, Southeast Texas, Houston area, because that's where I've worked. I have a lot of friends there. You're in the same boat. Um, but we don't know what's going on in California. We don't know what's going on in New York. We don't know what's going on in Pennsylvania, Chicago, any of these other big areas. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and we, we'll be happy to put it out there and, you know, get the exposure out because the more and more people that know about, damn, they're going through that there. They're going through that there. The more people are going to come forward. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to really take this shit back and yeah. fix this shit. Is become a one forward. big fucking group and fucking Spartans this shit. Hell yeah. So that's what that group is for. Um, we encourage everybody to go on there, you know, share it, invite. Hell, you can invite, you add your union pages from your mm-hmm. fire. I mean, we don't care. Um, just know that, I mean, Gunner and I are very active on the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. We see everything's getting posted and all that kind of shit. And um, so just watch yourself. Yeah. Watch yourself because you want to talk shit. Just know that there's people out there. My dad taught me a long time ago. Uh, there's always somebody fucking better than you. There's always somebody worse than you. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody weaker than you. And there's always somebody better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> so anyways, guys, well, uh, 
that's a wrap on that one. Gunner, you got anything? No, man. It was awesome. I'm glad that we can be able to provide this for you guys. Awesome. Well, y'all uh, get out there and share the show. Yes, See sir. See you on the next one. Yep.